Welcome to the Calvary Church Podcast. We're glad that you are here and that you can be a part of a recent service at TCC. So let's join the service, which is already underway, and listen to the message. I want to just read a simple text to you as I begin today, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I want to simply preach today, Jesus, yesterday, today, and forever. How many are thankful for Jesus Christ in your life? And I'm not sure why you're here today. There could be a variety of reasons. Maybe you're here because you were invited by somebody. Maybe you're here because you're intrigued by something you heard about our church. Maybe you're here because you always go to church and you just happen to like the Calvary Church. All good reasons to be here. Maybe uh, you're here because of an invitation of some kind. I'm not sure who invited you or why you ended up considering today to be the day to be at the Calvary Church, but I want you to consider this today, that the real reason we've gathered here today is for one reason, and that's because of Jesus Christ. If I come here just to see you, which I'm glad to see you, I have missed the point. If I've come today out of tradition, it's just what I do, I've, I've missed the point. If I have come because I needed somewhere to go, I have missed the point. The ultimate reason we opened our doors this morning, the reason we gather on Wednesday nights, the reason we have life groups and the reason we do Bible study and we read our Bible and pray every day and we fast and we sing is simply because we have faith in Jesus Christ. We happen to believe that he is the way, that he is the truth, and that he is the life. That's why we've gathered here today. What is it that ties us together here this morning? What is it that brings us in this room collectively today? I would submit it's not because we all think the same. It's not because we even all like each other. I hope you like one another, but it's not the reason why we came in this room today. It's not because we have all the same hobbies It's not because we like the same sports teams. It's not because we have the same political ideology and we vote for the same people. It's not because we like the same music. It's not because we have the same financial strength as each other. It's not because we all have a certain education. Those are all reasons people gather together in crowds and in places. But that's not the reason that we gathered today. In fact, just the opposite is true. We've all come from different backgrounds. And we've all come from different social and uh, cultural backgrounds. We all come from different economic statuses. And believe it or not, 
not, we don't all like the same music and we don't all dress the same and we don't all like the same sports teams. I don't know why anybody doesn't like the Cleveland Browns, but I'm sure there are some people in here today that don't like the Cleveland Browns. I, I don't think that we're here today that we, we know we don't all have the same political beliefs and we don't all participate with the same political party. But I want to tell you today, we've gathered in this place because we have one love. We have one love, and that is Jesus Christ. We haven't gathered for any other reason. This isn't a social club. This isn't an economic club. This isn't a political party. This isn't a cultural celebration. This is a, a celebration of simply one thing, and that's Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Paul said that he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on the face of the earth, and he's determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. He told those philosophers in, Greek, he, in Greece, he said, so that you should seek the Lord in hopes that you might find him, though he is not far from any one of you. And he says, for in him we live, in him we move, and we have our being. You can come from a lot of different backgrounds, but the reason we're standing here today is because in him we live, and in him we move, and in him we have our being. Hallelujah. I love that old song that says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. That's why we have hope today. That's why we're in this room today is because of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. I know it seems simple, but it's powerful if you'll get it today that the reason we're gathered today, the reason we have hope for tomorrow is because of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. When darkness hides his lonely face. I, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, every storm that comes, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everything should point us to Jesus Christ. And so we read in scripture, when you open this amazing life-giving book, from the beginning to the end of the Bible, it is a revelation of God's love for humanity through, that's found in Jesus Christ. Let me say it again, that this Bible from beginning to end is a revelation of God's love that is found in Jesus Christ. From the very beginning of creation, the Bible tells us that light was brought into the world. 
Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. And then God said, Let there be light. This wasn't the sun and moon. This That would be created a few days later. But he said, I'm going to bring light into the world. I'm going to bring energy into the world and it's going to point to Jesus Christ. And so when John wrote his gospel, he said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made and in him was life and that life was the light of men and the light shines in darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. John said that that light that was present from the beginning pointed us to Jesus Christ. And to the very end of scripture, that light is present. Revelation chapter 22 says he showed me a pure river of the water of life clear as crystal proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb. And in the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life which bore twelve fruits each tree yielding its fruit every month. The trees, the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face and his name shall be on their foreheads. Who's he talking about? Jesus Christ. And he said, there shall be no night there. There's no need for a lamp nor light of sun for the Lord God gives them light and they shall reign forever and ever. Everything in scripture points to Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You can look at the beginning of scripture, he's there. You can look in the middle of scripture, he's there. You can look at today, he's there. You can look into your future and he's there. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, hallelujah. So why have we gathered here today? We haven't gathered here just as a social club, but I want to remind you as Paul reminded the church in Corinth, for we do not preach ourselves. If I stood up there and preached myself, you'd be bored and you would be a little disgusted because the power of God doesn't rest in me preaching about myself. But he said, but we preach Jesus Christ the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. That's who we're preaching today. And he said, let me tell you why we preach Jesus Christ. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. You may be in darkness. You may be hopeless today, but there's one remedy for your darkness. And his name is Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. We need Jesus Christ to show up in our midst. Oh, hallelujah. So here's my thesis 
for today. It's found in that small little passage in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I remind us today that Jesus Christ is the hope of my tomorrow and my eternity. He holds my future in his hand. I am here today because I believe that Jesus has my forever in his hands. Paul said, behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. But we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. How are we going to have a future of immortality? How are we going to have a future of being incorruptible? It comes through Jesus Christ. We have a promise of a great future because of Jesus Christ. I hope you're excited about that future. And not only is Jesus Christ in our tomorrow, but he is in our today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's in the middle of your today. And that's a guarantee that you and I need to hold on to when you're walking through lonely moments and you're walking through troubling moments and you're walking through difficult moments. Can I tell you that he is a present help in the time of trouble? Oh, hallelujah. He's our peace in troubled times. Anybody ever found him to be a peace in troubled times? He's your peace of today. He brings somehow, he brings grace in the middle of difficult times because he's a present help. We need Jesus Christ in our todays and you need Jesus Christ in your todays. I want to focus today And begin to land this plane and remind us that if I can trust Jesus with my tomorrow and I can trust Jesus with my today, I can trust Jesus with my yesterday. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You see, the problem with our todays and the problem with our tomorrows is really because of our yesterdays. For many, 
Yesterday is something we would rather forget. Yesterday is painful. Yesterday created the problems of today. It's where we made some mistakes with our money and we feel the effects today. It's where we made some mistakes with our relationships. It's where we were hurt. It's where we were abused. Yesterday is where we were mistreated and where we started using drugs and alcohol. Yesterday is where we started hating people and it's yesterday that we regret. Preacher, talk about today. Talk about tomorrow. I like tomorrow because I can find hope in tomorrow. While we may not like our yesterday, Jesus said, I can handle your yesterday. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You see, he didn't just die on the cross for your tomorrow or even your today. He died on the cross to handle your yesterday. His love reached forward when he hung on that cross, but his love reached backward into your yesterday. Oh, hallelujah. And the reality is that our hope for today and our hope for tomorrow is because Jesus Christ handled our yesterday. While we treat people differently because of their yesterday, we handle relationships different because of yesterdays. We stop talking to people because of yesterdays. We change jobs and change places of of dwelling because of yesterday. Jesus said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, hallelujah. And so I love that song that Andre Krauts wrote called The Blood. He said, the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary, the blood that gives me strength from day to day to day to day. It's his blood yesterday that saved me. It's his blood today that saves me. It's his blood that saves me tomorrow. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The blood gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose its power. (laughs) It'll never lose its power. Some of you need to grab a hold of that today. His blood will never lose its power. Oh, hallelujah. I feel the touch of the Lord in this place. Because some of you feel like the blood of Jesus can't touch your past. I'm telling you, the blood of Jesus does not lose its power. You can call it yesterday. You can call it a mistake. You can call it a failure. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But I'm telling you, the blood still flows from yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, hallelujah. It reaches 
to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. That blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. I love this verse. It soothes my doubts. That's today. I have doubts today and it calms my fears. I'm afraid about tomorrow and it dries all my tears. Tears because I'm weeping about yesterday. He said that blood, even though I have doubts and I have fears and I have tears, that blood gives me strength from day to day, from day to day. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You and I, we can't do anything about our past. We can't change anything about our yesterday. It is what it is. It's broken, it's lost, it's messed up, it's dead. But Jesus said, I can do something about yesterday. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm the light from the beginning to the end. Back today and forever are not possible unless God deals with your yesterday. I love this passage in Corinthians chapter six. Do you not know that the unrighteous, they're not gonna inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. If you don't ever deal with your past, if you never deal with yesterday, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. But he said, that's not the final word of the script. He says, you may be an adulterer. You may be a thief. You may be a drunkard in your yesterday. But he said, but such were some of you. I can handle your yesterday. He said, now you're washed. Now you're sanctified. Now you're justified. How are we... Justified? How are we sanctified? How are we washed? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of our God. When we go down and we repent of our sins and we say, God, I don't want my yesterday. I, I, I don't want my yesterday to define my today and tomorrow. We can find forgiveness through a prayer of repentance. And he says, you can take on my name in the waters of baptism and he can wash away all of your sins. The Bible says our sins are remitted, forgiven. God handles yesterday, and we can walk in newness of life through the power of the Spirit. God can handle your yesterday because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. How many can say you're the same? Hmm. I look at pictures, I'm like, I'm definitely not the same. Pictures always add pounds, right? I don't even watch the, the, the videos of, of church because I, I know what it looks like. 
How many are the same you were? No. Jesus said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so in Psalms, the writer says, the Lord is merciful and the Lord is gracious. He is slow to anger, abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. He deals with our yesterday and gives us hope for today and tomorrow. And so that's why the writer in Revelation said, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain for The former things yesterday has been dealt with. The former things have passed away. What brings us together today? I submit it's Jesus Christ who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, you might have changed this week. You might have went against your word even this week. You, you, you might have not done what you were supposed to do this week. But we come into this room together today because Jesus Christ is not afraid of your yesterday. Mercies are new and fresh Every morning. I'm sorry. I'd like to think I'm a good person. But I'm going to guarantee you at some point I'm going to struggle with forgiving you. If you keep doing it. You keep messing with me. He's the same. Yesterday. Today. And forever. He's patient. He's long-suffering. He's kind. He's good. Elijah McCoy was born in 1844 in Ontario, Canada to George and Mildred McCoy. At the time, they were fugitive slaves who had escaped from Kentucky to Canada via helpers through the Underground Railroad. It's quite possible that they came through Cincinnati. But Elijah was born to these parents who were fugitive slaves. And Elijah McCoy was smart. At the age of 15, in 1859, Elijah McCoy was sent to Edinburgh, Scotland, for an apprenticeship and study. And after some years, he was certified in Scotland as a mechanical engineer. 
And then he decided to return to be with his parents. And by then they had established themselves in Ypsilanti, Michigan. And so when Elijah McCoy arrived in Ypsilanti, Michigan, he could not find work except as a fireman and an oiler at the Michigan Central Railroad. Even though he was a mechanical engineer, the only work he could find was to oil the wheels of the train. So they would stop the train and They would have to oil the wheels to make sure that it could keep going. And it was Elijah McCoy that would get off that train and get under those wheels and oil. A difficult and dirty task. But in his home, Elijah decided he was going to work on something. So he started testing and inventing ways to oil the wheels of the train without the train ever having to stop. So he created this automatic lubricator for oiling steam engines and he patented it and he had over 50 patents. It was so successful that people wanted to buy this oil drip can. And so these railroads were looking for ways to expedite this oiling process so they didn't have to stop the train. And so they said, we want to buy this can. And so there were other people who thought, you know what, we can make it too. We can try to figure out how to make our own lubricating system for these wheels. So they built them, but they were not as effective They didn't quite work the same. They didn't have all the details. And so it became something where the railroads would say, we want to buy one of these oil cans. And they would ask the question, is this the real McCoy? I'm not looking for a counterfeit. I need the real McCoy. I need the real deal. And I want to tell you today, there's a lot of people that want to give you hope about today and give you hope about tomorrow. But the real McCoy, the real Jesus doesn't just deal with today and tomorrow. The real Jesus deals with your yesterday. And I want to serve the Jesus Christ who's in my yesterday. I'm not sure what savior you're serving today. Uh, But I want to tell you, Jesus Christ is not afraid to deal with your yesterday. See, Jesus asked his disciples as I come to a close, who do men say that I am? They said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah. Others say that you're a prophet. But Jesus said, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And that's the question we have to ask today. Who do you say is Jesus Christ? What Christ are you serving? 
Are you serving the Christ who deals with your past, who forgives you of your past so that you can have a hope for today and a hope for tomorrow? Because Jesus Christ died on the cross to deal with your yesterday. Would you stand with me this morning? Jesus Christ, the same. What does that mean for you? Are you willing to cry out to him for forgiveness today? Are you willing to ask him to wash your sins away? Would you open the vault of your yesterday Say, God, here it is. You can have it. You can do more with my mistakes than I can. You can do more with my failures than I can. Because such were some of us. Such were some of us. I look around this room today and I see stories of deliverance. Stories of deliverance from alcohol and drugs. Stories of deliverance from relationship chaos. Stories of facing hatred from family, friends, and people. Stories of healing. Stories of grace. Because God has always been willing to deal with our yesterday. So I'm inviting you today in this moment to say, God, here's my yesterday. I don't know who I'm talking to today. Maybe you're running from your past, but I'm telling you, he's the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want you to bow your head if you feel comfortable to throw your hands in the air and say, God, here's my yesterday. Here is my yesterday. Here's the pain of yesterday. God, you promised you'll wipe every tear from our eye. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness. Thank you for your goodness. I wonder if you'd lift your hands to the Lord and say, God, I need you today. Forgive us our sins, Lord. Forgive us our iniquities, Lord. I don't want to drag my yesterday into my todays, but Lord... I give you full reign to deal with my life in the name of Jesus. I wonder if you'd let his blood wash you today. Let his blood cover you today. This podcast was brought to you by the Calvary Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. For more information about the Calvary Church, please visit our website at www.thecalvarychurch.com. Consider joining us for a service where you will find friendly people, high-energy music, and life-transforming preaching and teaching from a biblical worldview. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or on our website at www.thecalvarychurch.com. Until next time,
Thanks for listening. 